I'm Scott. This is Gavin. And I'm Craig. This is going to be great. Pointless podcast bollocks. Can't you just try and enjoy yourself? I'm not keen on dogs with tails. Craig, what are you talking about? Sick of him, and I'm sick of you. Chill the fuck out, man. <laughs> Jeez, I'm scared to say anything now in case I sound like another Jim Henson creation. Talking bollocks again, are we, Scott? I had a goldfish called Pete for 23 years. It wasn't the same fish, you just bought a new one every time it died. I know, that's what I mean. Welcome to Major's Mess Hall. Right, go on, switch that off. Come on. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 55 of Major's Mess Hall. This is the Halloween special, although we've got absolutely fuck all to do with Halloween. Um, it's just an extra long episode, basically, because we've got our interview with Lee McGuinness, uh, the guy that's uh, uh, well known for being in... Uh, Trailer Park Boys, and also uh, Tripping with Lee on Swearnet. And we've had him on the show before, but me and Scott got him back on again. It was pretty much exactly a year later from the last time he was on, and we had a chat with him to see how he's getting on. And his girlfriend, Kim, was also there as well. So when you listen to the interview, you'll hear that there's a, a, sweet, a sweet girl in the background, and her name is Kim, and she's really nice, and uh, it was nice to meet her. So we got that coming up. As per usual, it wouldn't be Major's Mess Hall if we didn't have Scott missing. So Scott's not here. Scott was... Uh, Travelling around Toronto, he went to the Taggart and Torrance show there. I don't know why he didn't just fucking come here and go to the TV show taping with me, but whatever. He has to go out of his way. Drove all the way to Toronto, met up with Wes. They've had an absolute blast. And uh, so that basically just leaves me and Craig. How you doing, Craig? Yeah, not bad. Um, I must tell you as well, very quickly. Scott was watching the show and uh, uh, somebody went over to him and, and recognised him from the podcast and said, uh, I really want to meet you guys, and uh, I'm a big fan of the show. I've listened to every episode. He started from, I think Scott told me he started listening from episode five onwards, and then when he'd, when he'd listened to all the episodes, then he went back and listened to episodes one to four, so he's literally listened to every fucking episode we've done. So that was nice to, you know, sort of, I mean, I, obviously I wasn't there, but it was. it's nice to know that somebody is appreciating our work, basically, and apparently the guy said that... Um, you know, he's, he's had some tough times lately and the podcast has kind of helped get him through it. So that must that must be nice for you to hear, Craig, that, you know, you've helped someone. How? Well, he's, if you're having a stressful day, he's listened to the fucking podcast. You know, that's that's chilled him out, hasn't he? Well, that's, wouldn't he be more depressing by listening to me? Well, no, because it'd have to go the other way around because he'd, he'd listen to you and go, oh, well, at least I'm not that guy. So he picks him up either way. And uh, the, the little voice you hear there, cackling in the background like Motley. That's uh, Dick Johnson. Dick Johnson's also with us. How you doing, Dick? Oh, hell, boys. I'm doing good. How you doing? Okay, just shut up a minute, because now I'm going to play very quickly a bit of an intro for Dick Johnson, so... Johnson. 
So, Dick, how the hell have you been? It's the Halloween special. We've got nothing to offer. We've got nothing to offer for Halloween. Uh, So we're hoping that you've got something to give us that's a little bit spooky because you're a ghost hunter. Um, We obviously, we don't have Scott with us, so it's just you, me and Craig. So technically you are a host. So fucking host the show, man. How have you been? Well, I've been pretty good. And it's it's a damn honor to be breaking my host cherry here. I'm loving it. (laughs) It's been a hectic week for me. I'm I'm still on the hunt of the aliens. Um, And this is a a personal thing because... As you may or may not know, for those of you to follow me, I'm investigating an, an abduction case of an old hunting buddy of mine by the name of Skeeter McGregor. And Skeeter's been been more squirrely than, than usual lately, and I've been trying to get a hold of him to give me an interview because I went out beating the weeds where he told me he got abducted. I didn't see no damn sign of no UFO, so I think he's full of shit, so... He might have just gotten some good sauce or something. I don't know. But still. It, so, uh, have you been documenting this? I have been. So, it's one of those things. I haven't really released any content lately because there, there's nothing to release, you know. Nobody wants to see pictures of me just walking out in the woods and going, yep, still ain't here. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not like I'm fucking you, too. Like, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. So. You know, nobody gives two shits what the hell I'm doing beating out in the weeds. They want to see something. So I got to get a hold of Skeeter, and I got to find out exactly where it was that he got abducted. And then I'm going to I'm going to update that, and I got another special guest uh, that, that's going to help me give me some info on some aliens. So I got that to update. So that I'm excited about that. I got a couple other uh, investigations where people contacted me. I guess, I guess somebody... Here, a couple miles away, supposedly saw a fucking Bigfoot or something. So here, when I'm done with, with the aliens, I gotta, I gotta go find me an eight foot hairy motherfucker out in the middle of the uh, woods here. So, well, that ought to be exciting. So, so when it comes to Bigfoot, like, what are we looking at here? Are we looking at a big fucking ape, or are we looking at, you know, I'm sure you've seen the film Harry and the Hendersons. Are we looking at something like that? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I've never really come nose to nose with, with a with a Sasquatch, so. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I got a theory that it's it's either some dude that got a bad divorce and he got kicked out by his wife and he just lived in the woods and grew a bunch of hair to deal with the cold. Or hell, I don't know. It might be some guy got horny in a zoo or something, pumped an ape, and next thing you know, they got a half man, half ape to escape the zoo. <laughs> that's yeah, that's just the great thing about being a, 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 an unexplained extraterrestrial and, and a paranormal investigator. You get to poke around and say, hey, man, let's solve this. So I'm kind of like Shaggy and Scooby-Doo all wrapped up in the one here. You know, I get to I get to go out to different places and see if it's like Mr. Carruthers in, in the barn dressed up like the, the ghost or something. But, you know, it, it, it it's a lot of fun. So, Craig... How have you been, mate? It's been a while since we spoke to you. Yeah, I've been all right. Um, the holiday was brilliant. Oh yeah, you went to Turkey, didn't you? Yeah. Did you uh, did you venture off the resort or did you stick around? Uh, no, we, well, the only time we ventured out a little bit was the last day. Um, Bloody hell! Did you stayed there. We lounged around the hotel. At uh, some bars. Fucking hell. What? <clears throat> you went on holiday and you stayed in the hotel, and that's it. 
Well, he was in Turkey. I, I would I wouldn't advise him to go far too far. He'd be the next uh, yeah, but there's... poster boy for ISIS, you know. Fucking <laughs> okay, now, that'll bring them down. Promise every night was like things entertaining, you know, like um, acrobats, live music, um, an Elvis tribute, darts, an Elvis tribute, which was kind of shit to be honest. Well, why list it as one of the good things? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but it's just something to watch. Man, I tell you, there ain't nothing worse than watching a shitty Elvis tribute. It was more like it was more like it was more like watching a Greece like a Greece oh, thing than, than Elvis. How was it, John Travolta? Yeah, it's like young lads all dressed in leather and white t-shirts and singing Elvis songs. No, they were, they, they were like what? no, they were, it was, they, they were like terrible mime in it. Well, how's that an Elvis tribute? Yeah, that's So. I've got to ask you, Craig. What, like, you know, Scott's not here again. The last time Scott wasn't here was when we had our fiftieth episode, which was a special episode. And technically, this is a special episode because it's a Halloween special. Well, what do you think, mate? Yeah, it's a bit of a thing, isn't it? <clears throat> Just it's becoming a fucking regular thing now, isn't it? Every few episodes, he's not here. I mean, you start to question someone's commitment, Scott's. When you listen back to this, you tit. Right, so, shit. No, we couldn't give two shiny shites, to be honest. I mean, let's be honest. It was just freaking, what, Toronto, isn't it? Yeah. It's an absolute shithole of a hotel. <laughs> yeah, I what know. the hell oh, yeah, like, about Toronto? I've never been like, there, like, but what, what's so special? Like, he's put part one, where's part two? He's got it all on his phone, he hasn't uploaded it yet, but to anyone listening, go to our YouTube page and watch the video. Scott stayed in this really shitty hotel. And I don't even know why, like, one of our friends... Like one of our mutual friends actually offered him a room to go and fucking stay at her house, and he turned it down because he's like, "Oh, I already booked this place now. We'll fucking unbook it." I would not go on on a holiday with with Scott. I know he's like, "Oh, I don't know why, but the floors in the bathroom are heated," and I was like, "Yeah, that's to keep the bacteria alive." Like, you know, it's fucking <laughs> stupid. He's like, "The walls are paper thin, and there's a door connecting the next room, like to my room," and I was like. Again, that's another fucking red. And he's like, oh, yeah, there's no door handle, though. Well, what the fuck? Well, that's one of them Just... Tony Orlando things, you know. Knock three times on the wall if you want me. Then he tells me that he he went for breakfast the next day and all he had on the breakfast menu was toast. So he's sitting there eating his cold toast. And the next thing you know, the, the place starts filling up with Chinese people and he doesn't understand why. <laughs> and then he's got, like, all these Chinese people sitting around him to the point where they ended up telling him to move. And he, had, he, he literally got kicked <laughs> off the table. <laughs> Honestly, he got surrounded by Chinese people and then got moved. <laughs> Holy shit. Doesn't like oh, a Chinese No, got fucking shifted. That's some weird wild shit right there, man. Apparently, like, Wes was supposed to stay in the room with him and turn him down, so he ended up staying on his own. Well, that, that'd be a blessing in disguise. I don't think I'd want to be sharing a room with Wes. That's just me. <laughs> I think I can only handle so many... Fucking stories that have no end or no point to them. Uh, after about the <laughs> after about the fifteenth or sixteenth minute, I'd be like, "Yeah, okay, man, get get to the end, get to the point." Like <laughs> nobody cares. Come on, man. Like, uh, no, I love you, Wes. I'm just shitting you, buddy. <laughs> so obviously, yeah, Craig, you had a good time. Have you have you done anything else apart from go to Turkey? What else did you do? Um, well, I was off yeah. work. 
God. Well, stayed off work for two days when I came back. Why? Uh, well, well, the day I got home, I got home about half five in the morning. So I stayed off the rest of the work for that. And then I stayed off the next day. And then came back to work Thursday. So, okay, so hang on. So you got back five o'clock in the morning? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, Tuesday, early, early hours of Tuesday morning, yeah. And you were supposed to be at work on the Wednesday, yeah? Yeah, but I booked it off. Oh, it was booked off? You made it sound like you just didn't go in. No, no, booked them off. Well, you just said, oh, I stayed off the next two days. That's not fucking booking it off, is it? Jesus no. Christ, son, come on now. <laughs> so, Dick, what's uh, what's next for you? Like, you know, I mean, I know it's Halloween coming up, so, like, aside from this uh, this alien hunt that you've got going on, I know that you've started up a, uh, a Facebook page now, which has been really successful. Like, you know, you've got, like... So just over a hundred followers in like a week or something, like oh, it, it shit, really yeah. did build I mean, up. I am I am blown away by the amount of love that people have shown me in my page, man. I I, I truly truly do appreciate it. I love y'all. It's a great thing. So anyone who hasn't checked that out yet, just go to Facebook and type in Dick Johnson Ghost Hunter, and you'll you'll find the page. It'll, it should be the first one that pops up on there. It's a good oh, page. Shit, it's got yeah. all Dick, all Dick's content is on there. Any videos that he posts to YouTube will be shared on there. He's also going to be thinking about doing some live videos as well to talk to some of the fans. So stay tuned. Give him some feedback. Tell him what you want to see. Tell him what you don't want to see. And you know, and he'll work with you. He's a good guy. And shit, it's yeah. a great page. So yeah, I want to do I want to do a live question and answer burst here in, in the next couple of weeks or so, where I'll sit down and pick a time where the fans can call in and. And I'll be doing live, and they can uh, message me in, or if they just want to send messages to the the website, and I'll just answer their messages on the live feed. I don't care. So either yeah. or, man. It, it it's it's just one of those things. I want to be fan friendly. I want to I want to reach out to my fans and have them contact me and and let me know. Just give me a shout out and say, hey man, just ask me questions or tell me to fuck off anything. I don't care. I just want to hear from you. Exactly. And Craig, what do you what what have you got to say about your fans? Um, oh God, I don't bloody know. <laughs> well, that's that's very nice, isn't it? So all the fans you've got, there's people out there that appreciate you, you know. Yes, I yeah. Yes, there fucking is. So what have you got to say to the cunts? <laughs> um, thanks for for me being a fan, I guess. Fucking cliche. Right, okay. We're going to go through to the Lee interview now, and then we'll be back for a quick impromptu chat with uh, with Craig and obviously our, our step-in host, Dick Johnson. So here's our interview with Lee McGuinness. Major's Mess Hall, this is episode 55, no, 56, right? Oh, 55? Okay, calm Jesus, down. getting up there, you can't even remember anymore. <laughs> I know, it's it's the age, Lee, it's the age, man. Oh, so, yeah. Alright, so welcome to Major's Mess Hall, episode 55, with us 
as always, it's an honor to have this per this next guest with us, uh, Lee McGinnis. You know him from SwearNet, from Trailer Park Boys, uh, from Trippin' with Lee. I mean, the man's everywhere, and uh, and uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. No problem, no problem. I was looking up and uh, seeing how long it's been since we talked to you, and it's been uh, it's been a year. Shit, has it been that long? Yeah, man. I just need to say for the, for the listeners' sake as well, obviously me and Kim don't matter to Scott because he hasn't even bothered to introduce us. I'm Gavin. I obviously host this podcast, and Kim is Lee's girlfriend. So how are you doing, Kim? See, why couldn't you just do that? Oh, man, dude, sorry. Ignorance. For God's sakes, don't ask her any dick questions. <laughs> uh, get embarrassing. Like Kim's okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lee, what have you been up to, man? Oh, you know, just living the life. Uh, shoot, I've been up to quite a bit. Uh, working on some side projects. Uh, just working in general because I have to work. I still keep a, you know, Monday to Friday job to make ends meet. Last, uh, last we talked to you, we were talking about your, uh, project, uh, Seven Locks Rocks. And, uh, he says that wrong seems... every time. It's Seven Locks Rock. Seven Locks Rock. Well, fuck, man. Calm <laughs> down there. So, and now, now find out you got the lead, man. You are now Loxley. Yeah. How'd that go down, man? Oh, I don't know. I went over there and we did some filming and uh, kind of threw that on me. And <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with that, I guess, uh, being the lead. Uh, has it got anything to do with the fact that you've got a really good singing voice? Because you can really sing. Thank you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Actually, uh, I was talking to Dave and Angie there last week, and uh, I'm going to be headed back over there in November to work on some more music, and probably to film some more stuff with them, and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting that up and going with them. So have you got the songs already? Do you know the songs? They've been working on the songs, so they're writing them. Okay. Well, Angie Uh, and Dave are actually writing. Yeah. Oh, wow, cool. Uh, Eventually, I'm hoping I'll be able to write some stuff as well. But uh, I think it's it's, at this point, it's a matter of what style of music we're going to nail down. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back over there. I think they got a, a music producer... What's his name? Hatch. I, I forget now, but uh, yeah, we're gonna be working. He worked with David Bowie and some other fa- other famous musicians. So yeah, I'm looking forward Decent, to yeah. getting back and working on the Seven Locks Rock for sure. Uh, according to uh, the Wikipedia for that man, it has a 2018 release date already, but nothing's been filmed yet. Right. See, I don't know anything about the release dates. <laughs> so it's actually you gotta, you gotta, in Wikipedia? You gotta Google it, man. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't know that. I'll have to Google that. He's never off the internet, though, Lee. He's always on it, searching <laughs> shit all the time. It's always a learning experience, man. You gotta, gotta learn. Yeah. So, 
How was uh? How, you guys did a a concert was it, a couple months ago, you and uh, Bernard Robichaux and how, how'd that go, man? Oh yeah, I was. He was going. It was good at first until I dropped a couple of hits of acid and kind of went sideways <laughs> after that. But, but I managed to uh, do a few shows. Oh no, no, it was good actually. Uh, well, it lasted. It was cut short. We had to cancel. Uh, Bernie had to go back for some personal reasons home. Uh, yeah, it was just one of those things we couldn't keep it together for the rest of the tour. But uh, I'm actually going to go back up there at the end of this month for a few shows. And hopefully it's not one of those worst case Ontario's. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm... Um, uh, I'm going to be doing a show at the Horseshoe Tavern in Toronto on October 31st. I'm hosting a show. There's yeah. going to be some live music, some bands, uh, some games. So have you got it all figured out or are you still working on No, that show's been confirmed. It's already being, tickets are already being sold but I mean, on Ticketfly. The, con- the content, like you're, what you're doing. I'm just hosting that show. Oh, you're just hosting it. Oh, okay. So I have no fucking idea what I'm doing for that one. <laughs> Uh, I never really thought about it yet. <laughs> I guess I'll get dressed up and tell a couple stories. <laughs> I don't know. I, I should be able to pull something together. I've been thinking about it. Of course, it'll have to have a Halloween theme. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, a lot of the bands I noticed, uh, like Cherry Hooker, they have, they're almost like a punk style. Punk rock, so it should be pretty good. And then I have another show confirmed in Niagara Falls on November 2nd. Uh, that's at Big Texas. And uh, there's cool. a few bands on that bill. So you're hosting again? Uh, no, I'm going to actually have a slot on that ah, show. I'll be so do you know what you're doing for stand that one? Up. No, not a fucking clue. He'll <laughs> <laughs> figure it out when he gets there. Yeah, I kind of just started writing it, actually. I'll, I might pull some of the stuff from the last. Some stuff I had already written that I didn't yeah. actually have a chance. Put in some fresh stuff. Yeah, and put in some fresh stuff. And then November 3rd's my 43rd birthday. So I'm Holy trying to shit. line up another show in uh, Guelph for November 3rd. Ah. But Fuck. that's, you know, I'm going to start on Halloween night and it's going to be like my birthday week celebration. I don't, I don't have a birthday anymore. It's always a birth week. Oh, yeah. So you're going to be 43? Yeah. See, so you, you don't look it, because Scott's... you 44, Scott. Yeah. Imagine you, you look fucking old, to be fair. Oh, shut the fuck up, dude. No, you do. He, he does, when, and then he dyes his hair, and he looks younger when he dyes his hair. Hey, Lee, word of advice, man. Drop the acid after the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, good advice. Well, buddy was like, "Oh, it's mild, you know. It's it's clean and it's mild." And I took it, and I was still, I was just coming down the next night at the next show. Actually, <laughs> it was a little more potent than I had anticipated. So, so Kim, yeah. what a, uh, what's the real Lee like outside the public eye? <laughs> well, what do you want to know? Well, I just want to know. You you know, like, 
everybody thinks they know Lee by what they see on TV or or SwearNet or you, you know. But what what's the real Lee like? He's a very messy person. I am not messy. He's a very disorganized, very messy person. <laughs> oh, I'm not. And I cannot stand it. Yes, you are. Everything. You've in got the OCD. Bedroom? In the bedroom, everything everything's got to be spotless. That's right, and that's the way it should be. No, there's got to be a little clutter. No, you gotta gotta look a little lived in. <laughs> you know, like I like I tell my wife, like I tell my wife, we don't live in a museum. Yeah, but no, I I, I like it. I'm I'm calm when things are clean and organized. That's how nice. she she is. And when she's not calm, she's nasty. And she'll get pissed off at me, and I can't help but start to laugh. The way she's and that pisses her off even more. He laughs when I'm in a mood and I'm cranky and I'm bitching at him. He will laugh at me, and I'm ready to tear his fucking head off at that point. Yeah, she almost laid into me earlier. I just laughed. So shut up and listen and be serious for once. Everything's a big joke to him. Yeah, and I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm hearing my wife talking at, when you're talking. Yeah, I think all you no, that, are the that's same. a good thing though. Once you get same, into exactly. living living relationships, which is weird because I don't like women. Like I don't have any hardly any women friends. I mostly gravitate towards guys for friends. Right. So. So I'm like the opposite. I don't have many male friends. Yeah. You know. You know, it's I gravitate towards females all the time. You know, but. Me too. <laughs> Gets me in trouble sometimes, but you know, hey. We're driving up the road, and he goes, "Ooh, wouldn't she be a nice one to take home?" <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I can't. I, I can't. I could at least shoot honest. a guy down for trying, he's dear. Being honest. <clears throat> yeah, at least he ain't keeping it inside. He's letting you know what he's thinking. True. Trying, I'm trying to corrupt her in the bedroom a bit, maybe. <laughs> what bedroom? <laughs> I don't get it a whole lot. I'll tell you that. Hey, now. <laughs> Fuck, I can't a little keep up to her. She's only 30. Hurt. I'm 43. She's a little <laughs> wild sprite. <laughs> so, uh, how was your trip to the UK, man? Oh, it was awesome. I love Bath. I'm really looking forward to getting back there we were supposed to go to london but didn't make it because right around the time i got there there was one of those terrorist attacks oh yeah and a lot of the city was shut down so we didn't actually get to go into london to film but uh hopefully this time around um, when i go back in november yeah london's an amazing city it's a it's yeah. not it's it's not like the rest of the UK. It's just totally. It's just alive all the time. It's it's a lot like New York in that sense. It's just there's always something going on. Uh, people are a little rude over there. Like you just be walking down the street and it's like you, you're not even there. But it's other than that, like it's an amazing place. I've been a few times. You'll love it there. Yeah, I was there once. Way when I was actually, I had a stop over there for one night. When I was over there studying in university in Finland was on my way to Spain, I think, to visit a friend for Christmas. But, uh, yeah, I got drunk at the hostel because I got, got a bit late getting in. 
And I went out. You know, it was like 10.30 and 11 o'clock at night. I went out to find a pub and they were all fucking closed. <laughs> they all shut down at 11 over there. I couldn't believe it. Yep. I talked yeah, the guy in the story. little store into selling me two beers. It was like two <laughs> minutes past the time that he was allowed to, but I chucked him an extra five pounds and he'd give me two beer. <laughs> wow, that's messed up, man. Yeah. So did you get recognized a lot when you were over there by trailer park fans or? Uh, in Bath, there was a few I met. Yeah. Yeah, that must be cool. Yeah. Going somewhere else and being and being recognized must be cool. I was I was staying just above Moles. Oh which yeah. Is, which is quite a lot of bands started out there actually. Yeah. Actually, I might have my first gig there with Seven Locks Rock. That'll be amazing, actually, if you got to do a live like a gig, with, you know, with the music and stuff. That'll yeah. be a good showcase for the movie as well. Yeah. You know, like when the movie eventually is made <clears throat> and released to maybe have some kind of music event at the launch. Yeah. It would be amazing. would be cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward. And uh, me and some friends were working on another couple other shows. And uh, actually, I was over last week to pitch them to the boys, but they didn't really bite. But one of them's hilarious. It's... Some of the they laughed their holes out, but figured it would take too much to to get it made. Yeah, but uh, that's. But the fact they've shown some interest means yeah. there's, some, there's something there. There's potential there you can work yeah. on and maybe maybe come up with something else. You know. Yeah. Maybe simplify it a little bit, or. Yeah. Definitely something to work on. Yeah, I'm to work with them again on something else. Yeah, actually, at some point. <laughs> But, uh, so at the yeah, this one show it's called Alien Cop. We we we're almost finished the pilot, and uh, I'm this crooked cop that's goes missing for a week and presumed having fallen off the wagon, and uh, they find me out behind the gay bar covered in goo, and I wake <laughs> up and I'm freaking out like aliens fucking they probe me, and. Uh, the rest of it's just my mental decline trying to prove that aliens are real and I'm not gay. She's the evil wife. So with the success shit. of the first episode, Tripping with Lee, what can we expect in the second episode, man? I meant the ayahuasca stuff was pretty intense. Yeah. Well, the second one, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it funded. I might, I might try to do another uh, Indiegogo. I'm not sure yet. Uh, I don't know if the boys are going to help fund the next one. Uh, Which is a shame because that first one was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's good. Just, it, Everybody it wants to see the second one, but it's just... It's when, one of those first... shows that's hard to get on primetime or mainstream. Yeah, because of the content and stuff. But it's not even it, it, it's it's a serious thing. Like that's the thing. It's like yeah. you know you're you're well known for your comedy and, and playing comedy characters, and even to hear the name like Tripping with Lee and, and watching the way you carried on when they did that Square Net Live thing. Like it was just a big joke. It was funny. That's kind of what I kind of thought this was going to be like, but it wasn't. It was a serious documentary. Yeah. And yeah, it was like you walk learning. away, you've actually learned stuff from it. Yeah. You know, and then of course we've got our mutual friend Tom, Clusterhead Tom, you know. Yeah. He 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 uses, you know, mushrooms and things to you know, to help with his yeah, pain it's and got stuff. A powerful like, message, but yeah. it's just 
Yeah, it's getting people on board with that project. It's hard, but uh, you know, it's something I'm I'm gonna continue fighting to have made. I'm looking now at actually getting uh, overseas sponsors and stuff. So the next one I wanna I wanna actually do a whole back history of absinthe and follow oh, yeah. it up all the origins up through France, the Czech Republic, and then have like a big grand finale, go to the, you know, go into impressionist painting like Van Gogh and them and how they used it. Yeah. And, uh, and even people like Miles Davis, you know, and how they came up with their music and stuff. and Yeah. It, the, the obscurity, you know, like within the music, like you, you wouldn't get that if you, were, if you were stone cold sober. You just, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah, so... Hopefully I get it made. Uh, actually, last Friday I just finished up. So I did an Indiegogo campaign there last... God, it was, must have been six months ago. And I just kind of lost my creativity for months and months. And I was just struggling to get shit done. I got all the like hoodies signed, hoodies and stuff, t-shirts. But I was still stuck with these ugly boxes and... Uh, paintings oh, right, yeah, yeah. so last Friday I got my shit together and I actually finished the paintings I've been sending people to Lee's uh, website and all that and because they see me wear my shirt and I, I thank you for autographing it and all that and uh, they're like dude that's a cool shirt man where'd you get it at so I always like can't you read you know it's Lee man and they're like oh that's awesome so I was like go to his website man see order something you know, whether you want a pipe or a, a, a dap or a, oh, whatchamacallit, man, a, actually, a bong. Actually, my site's been down. But I'm oh, actually, shit. I just, I just found out today that I, got a, <laughs> that I got a little chunk of change that I didn't know I had. So I'm going to oh, get nice. my site up and running again here <laughs> in the next few weeks. And uh, I think a lot of these side projects, we're just going to start dumping to my own site. Yeah, get my friends to help work on that. And, uh, even even just... even YouTube as well is it, YouTube is great if you want to do like a like a, a mini web series type thing. Yeah, you know, obviously you got to fund it yourself, but you can you can advertise it all you want on Facebook, Twitter, and then you put it out there. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. And we you already you already have a, an established following as well, so you know you're. Yeah, already... I just want to keep getting stuff out there. Yeah, I'm. I'm carry a hand camera right? on with you, man. I mean, you're an interesting person, so a lot of people would want to follow you, you know. So I meant find a friend or whatever that could do a quick edit on videos and, you know, get stuff out there, man, because it's a whole lot cheaper. But a know. couple of these projects, they're they're starting to come together, like the Seven Locks Rock. Dave and Angie are really cool, and. uh that's what I'm looking forward to. I started researching about uh, trying to get co-producers from abroad for the trip with Lee too. Oh, so yeah, I'm going to yeah. start making calls here soon. There's actual funding from other governments I can look into if, yeah. if it's a co-production. So eventually, I'm hoping, you know, by the end of 2018, I'll have Trippin' with Lee too done. 
Well, that'll be awesome because, like I say, that first one was just you left wanting more. You know, when it finishes, you kind of want to see more. You want to know more about what you've what you've just learned, even if it was just like a show to show you what you know, like of you talking about what you've been through. You know, that would be interesting just to sort of hear you, um, you know, looking back. Yeah. You know, and, and just talking talking everyone through what what it was you seen things. It'd be amazing. Yeah, like set a camera up on a tripod and just sit there and you know and edit it up and. I would watch it personally, not just because I'm talking to you now, but I would seriously watch it. You are, like, since you were a little kid, man, it seems like you've led an interesting life. I mean, you cheated death and and all that. I mean, dude, honestly, you can make a documentary just on your life. You know, not even, like, drugs or anything. You know what I mean? I mean, that yeah. plays a part, but... Man, people are interested to hear, man. Yeah. Well, I think you the know? second uh, trip on Wally isn't going to be... Even the first one, really. I guess it was based around not so much drugs, but more healing with, you know, plant medicines and stuff. But the second one, I think, you know, it's going to be along the same lines. It's It's going to be a serious documentary that you know i kind of have that image online that i am a big like a huge drug addict but i'm not really am i you like your alcohol more than your drugs which yeah is horrible for your body. yeah but it's not like i'm drunk every night <laughs> no but <laughs> what what somebody what somebody's got to drink it they make it <laughs> yeah but Some you know fireball? Not, uh, I, I got my persona you know as as a huge drug addict but Behind the scenes, I'm not. I, I no, you're not. Care. You don't. Even you know, I have a job, and I am. I I am. You know, I do Sensory. write, and you know. Oh, that's another that's a, uh, great development. Uh, we got. I I started. I got together with a. Joe was his name from Colorado, and he helped design a weed strain. So he asked me what strain I would like, and he said, "Okay, I'll." I'll cross that with my best, and uh, we got the first batch of seeds ready to go. It's called Sweet Straw or Strawberry Titties. Oh, right. Okay, I seen it. I've seen you put it on there. Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming in at fucking. Guess how potent it is. Guess what it's coming in at. What's that? Sativa. Thirty-six percent. Thirty-six. Yeah. Sativa. That's like going fucking believable. <laughs> I think the highest I've seen around here was 23 for Sativa. Wow. You know what I would love for you to do, man? I, I wish, because like Snoop Dogg, he said that he uh, he smoked a Willie Nelson, and uh, he said he won't even fuck with Willie's shit no more because it's too strong. You know, and, and Snoop smokes what, man? Like shit tons a day. You know, but to hear that, it, I would even smoke it, man. And I don't even smoke no more. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that would be uh, everybody, man. They said even the contact tie is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Other than forward to get other... my lips wrapped around some of them. <laughs> Strawberry titties. 
<laughs> so, I mean, that stuff should sell pretty good in Colorado. Yeah. Right? It's legal, so it, it's... Yeah, he's yeah. uh he's got a license and everything. He's registered with the government. Oh, it's gonna be legally next year, isn't it as well? Yeah, so I'm just trying to get trying to get geared up here. Isn't that Canada. July of 2018 that Canada's gonna be legal? Yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah, like you could still get nailed for selling weed and stuff, but uh, seeds are a novelty. Just a little Cause different. I, I know, like in Washington D.C. It's legal, but you can't, like, buy it. But they found a way, like, if you buy a t-shirt, like a black t-shirt, it's like 45 bucks, and they give you the weed. You know, they do giveaways. They up the price big time on t-shirts. Uh, baseball caps are 60 bucks, And, again, they give you more weed, you know. So I just heard that on the radio today that, you know, and they they don't look down on it, man, because they're not selling it. Right. Technically, I think here they said you can grow up to as if four plants per household. Yeah, I think they said was going to be the deal. I don't know how yeah, they're gonna, I don't know how they're going to control need that. Seeds. Yeah, strawberry titties. Straw. <laughs> People are going to need titties in their life. <laughs> One time, uh, needs titties. I was I was laid off out of work. My wife was laid off out of work, so we were looking for a way to make money. So I started growing weed at my house, man, and uh, we tried to do it secretly away from the kids and all that, but the smell inside the house got kind of, like, potent. So uh, it was like a real fine purple kush, and we planted the shit outside, man, in, like, the, the garden, and we had some nice stalks, and the buds were coming in nice, and uh, the nuggets were, like, real, like, fine, sticky, hairy, and... Uh, the cop next door even knew we were growing it, but didn't say shit. And uh, we had a party one night, and I got so toasted, man. And I woke up, and all my weed was gone, man. Somebody, like, <laughs> ganked my weed, man. <laughs> so oh. it really sucked, man. And again, Lee, if you're ever in Chicago, you got to look me up, man. I'll, oh, for uh, sure. I'll take care of you, man. You got to go to I, I know you... Shameless cast, and I'll come with you. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Lee on an episode of Shameless. Yeah, that would be fucking bold. <laughs> Tripping with Shameless. Getting Tripping wasted at that burr. <laughs> Tripping with Shameless, Lee, that's right. Lee, Lee just shows up on set and just starts going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, gosh, you know. Like, there was so much stuff filmed around here, like uh, Breakfast Club and, and all that, you know, and I never really paid attention to it until I started, you know, checking in on this stuff. But, uh, yeah, Shameless would be well, pretty Chicago, cool. Chicago, isn't that like the second or third biggest city in the U.S.? Yeah, third biggest. I meant uh, Batman, The Dark Knight was filmed there, The Blues Brothers, Batman of was course. Batman why don't you, yeah. tell, them, yeah, why don't you tell me this when I was there? That would have been cool to know. We walked across one of the bridges, man. That got oh, blown up. For fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, it tells hey. me this now. So has he <laughs> ever been here? He's been here, yeah. He's been here twice. Do you like it here? You know what? I do. I, I, I really, really do. I like the fresh air. And the ocean. You know? Where was I at? 
you were in England. You were in England because he was here in March, and you were. You, oh, you just gone away because I was like, I was like, well, me talk with Lee, and you, I seen you, you'd already gone. Yeah, frig. I think I think he came back like two days after I left. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's right. Yeah, but he's back, yeah, so, back again next May. So if you're around, yeah, yeah, I should be around in May. <clears throat> you know, and and uh, man. I wish, uh, man, you know, one man, show I wish, man. I wish, shut up, <laughs> no, but I wish one show, man, that we would have really got to see, I, I meant it was, we lost our dear friend Mary, but I would have liked to seen High and Haunted, man. Yeah, well, we did film uh, about three short episodes with her, but we just never released them. And uh, well, then, of course, she started kind of doing one of her own shows. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if 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 we'll, if we'll be able to ever release stuff we filmed. That's a shame, because it'll be nice that. to see. I still can't believe that. It was so sudden. I know. I know. Very sudden. Yeah. I was shocked, that's yeah. for sure. I got that call. Kind of puts your life in perspective, you know what I meant? Yeah. Lee's gonna be 43. I'm 44. You know, and and I talk to her every single day. You know, and you know she was a good person, a generally yeah. good person. Yeah, I like you know? So she would like yeah. she she came. Scott came down in in March, and we we met her face to face for the first time, and we went out for a meal, and she freaking paid for the whole table. She paid for us all, and we were like, "You don't have to do that." And she was like, "No, we all got lobster dinners." Oh shit! That's and she that. just paid for us all. Yeah. And she wouldn't, crazy. she wouldn't have it any other way. She wanted to pay for everyone, and she was so sweet. Yeah. No, she's Such a lovely woman. Yeah. I didn't mean to bring the show down, but well, we <laughs> you can't, know, we can't, we can't not have Leon and not, we can't have Leon and not talk about Mary. You know, it's yeah. So, to talk about the first episode, Tripping with Lee. Was the ayahuasca everything you thought it would be, or was it more, man? Uh, it was a lot more. You know, I went down there. Uh, I mean, I knew I was going to get high, but uh, not not out of body high. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah, that, that was, was uh, that brought. That wasn't even being high. That was. It felt like I had died. I was in another place. I was What's reborn going on? back into myself. What are you seeing? Like, what what are the things you're seeing? Can you explain what you actually see when you're at that, the, the highest high? The, the first time, well, you know, looking back on the footage when I was in the editing, because I never, I hadn't seen any of it until I went into the editing room, editing room like three months later. Wow, that long. So I wow. hadn't seen any of the footage from my ayahuasca trip and uh yeah i was like holy shit so in my mind at, at the time i i was connecting with spirit or something whatever it was and i was up dancing and singing and and chanting with the shaman and to see myself just on the ground kind of doing the funky chicken kind of blew my mind because <laughs> Yeah. My experience, it, you know, your body does one thing and your mind's doing something else. And I, I just yeah, had this overwhelming sense of why we're here, why we're living, what it meant. 
to be alive. Yeah. That there's something after this, that we were here before, and life is just a bookmark from birth to death. It's just a fraction of what a bigger picture. So you, you actually feel better afterwards. Yeah. So especially with that, the frog one that you had. You the felt frog like that, that totally cleared you out, didn't it? Like Yeah, that was more of a purging though or a toxic release. Yeah. Uh, yeah. ayahuasca was you know, I didn't really get high off the frog venom. No. It was just a sickening feeling. But it just cleansed you basically, yeah. you just felt uh ayahuasca like... was was kinda like a being reborn and letting go of fear of death altogether. Yeah. I heard Especially I heard another... after having taking a stroke and stuff and it was always a worry you know what's after this life you know i could die any day and it would just let me give you took all that weight off my shoulders showed me that there's much more to life than uh death i heard uh from another celebrity that took that i forget who it was but they said the same thing. It showed them like the meaning of life to them, you know, what their purpose of life was, you know, and it, it, it sounds weird, you know, to hear for people that never took it, Yeah. you, you know, but it's so interesting to hear like, like you talking about it. And I, I someone even said they can hear the trees talk. Yeah. Well, uh, that was in your documentary. You said, yeah, that's why I heard that. Yeah, well, no, not the one that was released. That was in a unreleased. Oh. So yeah, we got three different cuts of Tripping with Lee. One we only released one on Swearnet. Was that just a timing thing? Was it? Yeah, it was t- the first one was a the first one was an hour and the first cut was an hour and twenty four minutes. We had to get it down to forty five. Ah. So we cut it almost in half. That's a shame, isn't it? Because surely you must have cut out some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's unavoidable, isn't it, when you're cutting it down that much? Yeah. So it took like 140 hours and cut it into 45 minutes. Wow. Eventually, we were supposed to release a uh, a DVD of the first one. Yeah. That was supposed to go up for sale. That hasn't happened yet, but it it still may. It's something I have to talk to them about. That'll I be was thinking it would be great if I could actually do that. Put a bunch of all the unreleased footage that I wanted people to on see the DVD, yeah. Yeah. on the DVD, sign a thousand of them and sell them, and use that money to go towards the second one. Yes, was my yeah. hope. Yeah, and if that ever did happen, uh, like a. Uh, what do they call it? That's like a track on the DVD where you can like it, a commentary track where you can actually talk through, you know, people can listen to it so you can actually explain what's going on. Commentary, yeah. So yeah, it's something I had been uh, contemplating. I just, I'd like to release a DVD and uh, get the second one on the go. I, I mean, yeah, the, st- I, I the second strip times. would pay itself. What's that? The set, I mean, selling DVDs would pay, obviously would pay for, like, huge chunk of this, of the next trip. Well, it, you would, know? it would pay for the actual trip. It wouldn't pay for the post. But if I sold a thousand DVDs, you know, at 20 or 20 bucks a D, 
DVD or 25, I would make enough to uh, definitely get it filmed. Yeah. Especially and then it would be a matter of the doing the post. Yeah. Post is the most expensive thing. It's like, you know, 40, at least 40 grand. Wow. To get it to a master. Yeah. It, uh, it sucks. It's expensive. It is, but when you've seen what can be done by watching the first one, yeah. it just makes you want to do the next one all the more, doesn't it? Yeah. You, you, you don't even have to think of the potential. The potential's there. You, you've done it, you know? Yeah. Because I know you still want to do, what, the reindeer piss one? Or yeah. was it? Well, know, they uh, kind of friggin' went and did that with uh, yeah, out, out of the, the park. park. Yeah. <laughs> kind of stole my idea on me. <laughs> no, but I would be going there to do it for real. Yeah, they and would, just, they there would, would just be a whole. Around. It would be more focused on the history of, you know, shamanic Christmas opposed to uh, Christian Christmas. Yeah, I would make that comparison. Why I was drinking reindeer piss, and so it would I be mean, completely different than what they did. Of course, they kind of they were just fucking around. Yeah, they just threw it in because it's funny <laughs> how, concept. How which is who cool. was the, the first? Per, who was the first person to think, "Hey, I'm going to drink reindeer piss"? You know what I mean? I mean, how they even get that idea in their head? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's piss. Yeah. Yeah, it's I an mean, old ancient tradition. That's for sure. I don't know. Some I would. I would have to have it ice cold. I think to drink yeah, reindeer piss. Yeah, warm just doesn't. I wonder if it's. Pee. Yeah. You, know, you, you don't want to straight out the tap. <laughs> Might taste just like shitty whiskey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Might be more potent. Yeah, yeah. They say it uh, gives you a sense of flying. Wow. It's just like Santa's reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you can't imagine taking that shit to a party and just slipping it into somebody unknowingly. They'd be the life yeah. of the party. Yeah, <laughs> try this new IPA. <laughs> <laughs> so, other than uh, the two comedy tours, or the two uh, shows, you got anything, or three shows, you got anything else coming up, man? Uh, not really. Not not a whole lot. I'm just going to continue writing. Uh, you know, I'll do those shows, see how they go. Uh, I'd like to actually do something as Don or Donna. Eventually, that's something I'll have to talk, discuss. Like a, like with, a spin-off with, type thing. Yeah, with Trailer Park Boys and SwearNet, but... Uh, Something I've, you know, worked on before, Trailer Park Boys, and it's something I would like to see uh, actually happen after the fact. Maybe a spin-off, you know, but uh, that would I think would be entirely up to them. But I, I, I think I'd totally be down for doing a Don Donna show. That's for sure. I think one of my favorite episodes with Don Donna. Is uh, titled Crabageddon. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that, that I, I yeah, watched that episode over and over. This world, Randall. <laughs> <laughs> Simply just meditate them away. 
Honestly, man, Don Donna was a great character in my book, man. A lot of fans, I guess, what didn't like it, and and you know, but then you're gone, and also I would imagine a lot of Trump fans didn't like <laughs> like the Don Donna character. <laughs> But, you know what but I think it was? It's not even Which the is about 50% of the U.S., I guess. <laughs> right. The other 50 loved the character. It's not even the character. It's more just, I think, the fans are just they're just dead set on the old characters. It, it, yeah. You could bring any character in and they, they would just be like, yeah. Whereas yeah. to me, I was open-minded. There was There is some new characters that I don't like too much, but your characters, especially Donna, that, yeah. I was always acceptance of them and it was a shame that they weren't in season 11. Yeah. Well, it, you, you know, know was, but was I think though, I, I, after wa- have after having watched season eleven, I understood more why they canceled a lot of those side characters. Yeah, because the writing did change quite a bit, and yeah, it went it back to more. Basics. It went back to the being surrounded more around the main characters like Ricky Julian, Bubbles, Leahy, and yeah. Randy. I think I think they have that to do was that the though. core of the writing. After season ten, having Snoop Dogg in it, and I mean that was just such a—it was all yeah. over the place. That season was just so many people in it, and so much yeah. going on. I think they had to go simplify it and go back. Yeah, for it was sure. just a shame that your character was gone altogether. You never know. You know they might bring it back. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to say. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you moved out of the trailer park or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, it's just people complain, you know, about Don Donna and. And like the new new cast members, but the minute they take somebody out, they start complaining. Oh, how come you guys took you know bring back Don Donna? Yeah, you know, and I I agree. I think out of all the new characters, I like Don the best. I'm not saying that because it was one of my characters. Yeah, but uh, you know, give it a new fresh. It brought something new to the actual Trailer Park Boys and. You know, I give it that hippie spin yes. on everything. So they could have, you know. How close is the character? They made it to a lot more fans and they kept the weird spiritual bastard. <laughs> how how close is that character to the real you? Uh, I don't know. What do you think, dear? Is Dawn a reflection of me in the bedroom? <laughs> Oh, here we go. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Don't be mean. No, not really. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say He's it's... a lot more rough in the bedroom. He's not really like a big, big lovey kind of thing. What's the song? Blow, blow like the wind. Blow, yeah, blow. <laughs> what, what, one of the Facebooks for Lee when he was doing the painting thing... So, I think Lee asked, uh, what would you guys like to see? And somebody said, have sex on video, and Kim was all for it. <laughs> you know? And... <laughs> yeah. And Lee's Maybe like, we'll no, start no, our own no. Porn site, dear. <laughs> yeah, Lee's luxurious love dead. Yes. Man, I, I, I do appreciate you being on, like I said earlier, and, you know, I know you're taking up your time, and. And oh, I it's hope it's great to be back. Thank you for having me. I back. hope when when I am down in May, I hope I get to see you guys, man, this time. Oh, for sure. We'll have to we'll have to plan something. Oh, dude, even if it's just to go out and have pizza or yeah. I, I don't know, like I don't want 
you know, if we, we do something, man, I don't want you being bothered by fans and, and all that, you know, so... Oh, that's no bother. I I actually like connecting with fans and when I'm being when I'm out and stuff. It like, must depend, though. It must depend on what they like. Cause yeah, some, some of them are fucking. Some annoying. of them are quite annoying, like, but still, I'm even that, so that easy thing, going. It takes that, a lot. That gig I I went to and you showed up and they just flocked over to you because everyone was there to see the boys. And of course, you walk in and it's like, oh, it's another Trailer Park Boys character. They just freaking flocked over to you and he just. They were just like giving it all this, talking really fast and not even letting you speak. It's like, geez, slow down, guys. You know, just talk yeah. to them. And if you want a picture, you give you a picture. Like, slow down. That would drive me insane. Yeah. I'm sure, like, if you're staying at the sober pisser. That night, though, I took it quite well. It's the yeah. worst when they get right in your face. And oh, they're, God. they're screaming at you like there's. And a... they're treating you like you're the characters, and it's like, yeah. it's not really me, you know. You know, I, I can imagine standing at the pisser and somebody walking up to you and being like, hey, can I get a selfie? Well, can I finish? <laughs> you know? I yeah. just, you know, speaking of fans real fast, what's like the craziest thing, man, fans have done for you, man? Just... Uh... Oh, fuck, I don't know. That's a good question. What What's the craziest th- thing they've done for me? You know, or or like just the craziest thing they've done to you or for you oh some do want to fuck me for five grand <laughs> what <laughs> that was pretty uh that was pretty heinous i wasn't expecting that hey, five, hey, grand. five grand though man <laughs> <laughs> i'll just say i'm not five grand richer right now <laughs> throw that out there well, anyone that's listening, you know that it's it's going to cost you forty grand if you want a bang because he needs the forty grand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not a dime two. under forty grand. <laughs> yeah, you can pop my cherry if you if you fucking fund the next trip with Lee too. <laughs> now, now watch the phone calls are going to go. You got to get past Kim first, though. <laughs> <laughs> She'll <Sure>. film it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but again, thanks, guys, and uh, wrap this up on this end. And uh, man, I hope we get to see you soon, man. Well, Gavin, he already seen you, but hope I get to meet you in person. Yeah, for sure, man. Next May, we'll figure something out. I'll make sure I'm around that week. What are we? We're we're doing the 18th, 19th, 20th, and 21st in Halifax. We're doing the next pub crawl for the podcast. I'm in. Count me in four days of right. drinking. <laughs> I, I look forward to it, man, and I can't wait to hit the bars up and split crow and all the other stuff, man, and just, just have a good time, man. Sounds so. like a plan. All right, guys. You guys have a good night. It was you nice too, talking to you, Kim and Lee, and uh, be safe, guys. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hey, what's going on? This is Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys, and you're listening to Major's Mass Hall. <laughs> so there was our interview there with Lee McGinnis. I want to say thanks to Lee and Kim for coming round to my place to record that, and uh, it was really enjoyable, and we're, we're going to on again soon and figure out what he's going to be doing maybe next year. So Scott puts a picture on Facebook, like a new picture of himself, which uh, he obviously quite liked because he made it his display picture. 
And I pointed out that he looks like, in this picture, he looks like a friend of mine and Craig's called Tom. So I said to Craig, doesn't he look like Tom in that picture? And Craig comments, he looks like a twat. <laughs> you know, I did see that new profile picture of him, and the first thing I thought is he, he reminded me of one of them UFC fighters where at the end of the fight, you know, they got all their gear on with all their their promotions, you know. He's got his bod fucking uh, zip-up jacket on, and, he, and he's got a different Taggart and Torrance hat on. It's like saying, man, come on, it. Are they paying you to wear their shit? Like, I know that you want to be a big supporter, but come on, man. A little bit of time. A little bit of time. Don't saturate well, the market. My first impression of the picture was he, he looked dead to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, pay, he's, he's put an effect on it or something. So he looks pale. He's gone all fucking pale. And he's not that pale in real life. He's quite peachy, really. But in, well, the, in that picture. He got in a hotel, you know, hell. He looks like he's a good 24 hours cold in that picture. So. <laughs> I don't know if we can try and fix it, maybe I give him a bit of a Donald Trump him. tan or something. <laughs> right, guys, right. we are going to wrap it up, so I'm going to hand the mic to you guys now, and you can say whatever you want. If you've got a story to tell, tell us a story. If you want to promote something, let's promote it. Let's, let's fucking do it now, guys, and then we'll just go out on a bang. So if we're going to go out on a bang, we're going to start with the person that's going to spark it off for us, and that's Craig. Give us a spark, Craig. What have you got? <sighs> Don't have anything. Dick Johnson, what have you got, mate? Well, I tell you what, since it's Halloween episode, I decided to do a little research. And does everybody know where the jack o' lantern comes from? No, I can't say you do. I know what one is, I just don't know where it originated. Well, well, apparently, now, there's an old legend of Wildstown where there's this guy named Jack, and he made a deal with the devil. And supposedly, uh, he was tricking the devil. And, like, he would make things, hey, okay, devil, let's do this. And then the devil would show up and he'd fuck him over and all this stuff. So when he died, he had to pay for his sins because they didn't go to heaven or hell. He was damned to walk uh, eternally on earth. And so because of that, he was vanquished in the darkness and all this. So he went and he found a turnip and he put a candle in a turnip. And originally a jack-o'-lantern was in a turnip. I didn't know that. I thought they were all some pumpkins. But so that's where the whole thing of a jack-o'-lantern comes from because it's comes from a fucking guy named Jack and he needs a lantern. So he, he bored out a turnip and he put a candle in it and he walked the earth the whole rest of his goddamn eternity, I guess. Well, well that's interesting to know because when, when I was growing up in England, and I'm sure, Craig, did you ever have a jack-o'-lantern? Yeah, like a plastic one that you just hot, like... You can carry around with you when you go and knocking on doors. A fucking plastic one. <laughs> Any, anyway, um, I, so we used to we did used to use turnips like that's what we had and it was it's because they're obviously they're a lot cheaper than uh, than pumpkins. Pumpkins are, the the prices used to be quite extortionate for, for what it was. Sure. Because obviously they're only available certain times a year, whereas a, uh, a turnip you can get that year round in the UK. So we used to use turnips and. You know, as you're getting older, you're still doing Halloween, but you're thinking like this, all the other kids have got the fucking pumpkins and you're walking around with a turnip. But if I'd have known that when I was a kid, I would have thought it was quite cool, really. That you're walking yeah, you're around old with... school, man. Exactly. Like, I guess this Jack old an school. Irish fella. So it's an old Irish wives' tale. It's, it comes from Ireland, I guess. We uh, we got a couple of uh, pumpkins the other week. We went to uh, Sterling Fruit Farms, which is our friend Michelle and, and uh, her husband Steve. They... 
they work out that way. Uh, Michelle's parents are on the farm, and um, every time I go there, she's always really nice. Like she uh, she looks after us. She's given us tours of the place. Uh, this time, she just gave me a couple of hats because they're celebrating a hundred years of the farm. So that was really nice of her. So shout out oh, to I Michelle for, for yeah for being cool with us. So I've got to give Scott one of the fucking hats. I mean, if I had two ads, he'd have no chance, but I'll, I'll I'll share one with him. So anyway, yeah, we went there, and we got a couple of pumpkins, and uh, one was for turning into a jack-o'-lantern for, for Alice, my daughter, and the other one was to make soup. So cut the fucking thing, got made soup, but I only used half the pumpkin because you get so much fucking food from it. Like, oh, we've we got a pan of soup. We had to freeze most of it because we weren't getting through it enough. We were just sick of this pumpkin soup. It's really nice. We just, you know, after a few days, you're done with it. So we froze that, and I've still got half the pumpkin wrapped up in the fridge upstairs. I've got to make more soup with. I'm not into pumpkin pie, so it's got to be soup because you can't really do much else with it. Well, we used to, uh, we used to, when we carved pumpkins, we would uh, keep the guts and dry the seeds out, and then we, you'd put some salt on them and you'd eat the seeds. The pumpkin. Well, you just seeds. dry them. You just dry them out, or do you? Because I know you can bake them, can't you? You can. Well, yeah, you, you could, but, but we just set them out, wait for them to dry out, and then we'd uh, we'd throw some salt on them. And then, yeah, you can stick them in the oven, I guess, and, and hurry it along. And then you can sit there, and it's the same thing as the concept of, like, eating sunflower seeds. It's kind of the whole same thing, really, just bigger. And they're better, so, I, I think. I, I prefer pumpkin seed to sunflower seeds. So so you do that with the pumpkin So Would you eat the seeds to yourself, or would you share them around? Oh, no, we'd get together with a whole group of people. We It'd be like a big thing where you'd all carve pumpkins together and gather your seeds and save them. And then you divvy them up, you know, give a handful here and a handful there, and then you'd sit around and you'd eat them. So it, was, it was like a whole community thing. Craig, would you uh, would you feast on dick seed? <laughs> <laughs> it's really yummy. Larry, uh, it's pumpkin. Oh, fucking Christ. It's healthy for you, low in fat. Hold on. Have you ever tried it, Craig? Yes, pumpkin soup from you. From me? Yeah, you made it one, one, one time. So what you're telling me is you never liked it? It was okay, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't keep... Oh, tr- for fuck's sake. I wouldn't, like, have it again, or I wouldn't even just keep trying all the time. Right, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. He makes stuff up that's saying he doesn't like stuff when he... I know he does. So he says to me once, and, and this is like a well-known fact with Craig, he goes, I don't eat onion. So I was like, you know what, fuck this. I'm going to make French onion soup which is literally fucking onion and broth. So I made French onion soup, big chunks of onion in there. And I said, yeah, Craig, get, get some of this down here. Yeah. It's celery soup. So he goes, okay, yeah. So he sits there, chomps it down, drinks the whole bowl like it's fucking gone. You could you basically lick the fucking pattern off the bowl. So I was like, uh, do you know what that was, Craig? And he goes, yeah, celery soup. And I went, nope, it was onion soup. And he went, oh, was it? I said, yeah, you said you don't like onions. Well, I guess you do. And then you know what he said? He looks at me and he goes, I don't like celery either. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> That's fucking amazing. I, d- I, d- I don't think you know what you like, do you, Craig? No. I reckon if I made pumpkin soup and gave him some now and said, oh, it's carrot soup. You like carrots, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, so I reckon if I'd done that, you'd be like, yeah, I like that. I reckon I could get you to admit it. Yeah, but even that would taste a bit weird. Yeah, if you couldn't tell the difference between carrots and pumpkins, man, you got issues. Uh, or if you couldn't tell the difference between onions and celery, I mean, you know. You could make him a cat food sandwich and he wouldn't he'd think it was beef. 
<laughs> Is it? Yeah. Jesus Christ, mate, you sound more boring than normal. What's up with you? I'm fucking tired. Three o'clock. I want to go to bed. Three o'clock in the morning? Mm. Fuck this shit, man. Let's go. He's got to get to fucking sleep, Dick. Jesus. Well, Dick right, does okay. keep people up. Join us next, in two weeks' time, for episode 56. Shit, yeah. I've been, I've been Gavin. Craig's been Craig. Dick Johnson has been Dick Johnson. Hell yeah. See you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>